Hi, welcome back to Conspiracy Theories with Ethan and my co-host, Daniel. Hello. Now, before we get started with the episode, I'd like to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. It's an easy way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Isn't that the best price out there? The tools are there, ready to help you record and edit your podcast. And it helps you putting your podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and etc. You can also make money from your podcast. And who would want to make money? With no minimum listenership, all you need is a, all you need to start and keep a podcast going. Download it today and start a podcast for yourself. Download the, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, Ethan, are you excited for today's episode? Because I know I am. Yeah, I am too. We have some good movie conspiracy th- theories today. Exactly. Ethan, where would you like to start? We have a lot of good ones. Um, I kind of want to start with Toy Story. Toy Story? Yes. Well, what about Toy Story specifically? I know we both have some really good ones. Um, well, if anybody's ever noticed, in Toy Story 1, when... That, that scene where Andy is talking to Woody and playing with Woody and his mom's in the background. But if you ever noticed, Andy's wearing that red cowboy hat with the white laces on it. Uh-huh. But later on... You get introduced to Jessie, the cowgirl with the red cowboy hat and white laces. Now, if you think about it, the backstory of Jessie, and it tells you this story too. She'll the whole point of Jessie was that she was just a little doll, and she had a a girl owner, and they would always play around a lot. And her girl owner always had this red cowboy hat with white laces to match her doll. Yeah. And then one day. Her owner left her behind. But then, one day, when Toy Story 4 starts, or not Toy Story 4, the first Toy Story starts, and and Andy's wearing the red laced hat, and then Jesse shows up out of nowhere. Conspiracy? I think not. I feel like... (laughs) Well, actually, conspiracy, I think yes, actually. (laughs) Definitely a conspiracy. Um, I feel like Andy's mom was the original owner of Jesse and left her behind and then gave her son when he was born the red cowboy hat and then eventually Jesse gets added into his collection. Ah. So the whole backstory is that Jesse circled through the family. Ah, I see what you mean. Without even knowing it. Well, since we're on the topic of Toy Story, I would like to bring one up. This one involves Toy Story 3. Is that alright with you, Ethan? Yeah. So, in one of the scenes near the ending, you can see a garbage worker wearing a skull black t-shirt. Now, if we remember... In the, the first very- one, the kid. Oh, exactly. what? The kid said... You know, the emo punk also wore a black skull before, you know, he was experimenting with toys and making them the beautiful monsters they are. I didn't and even notice that. Now, theory is that he that we see in Toy Story 3, that's Sid, 
the worker. Now, there is some evidence to, to back this up. First off, why would any garbage worker want to collect toys? It's a little off unless something traumatizing happened to them when they were a kid. We also know that Sid is an adult by now because Andy is an adult. And by the time the first Toy Story came out, Sid was roughly around a few years older than Andy. And if you remember, Toy Story 3 features an adult Andy going to college. What if Sid never went to college and couldn't get, you know, a degree in anything? And the most he can do is be a garbage worker. Maybe that's even the least he could do. Probably. Or all he could get. Um, so while we're on topic of this i'd like to bring up another movie you've probably may have not seen it before and it's directed by christopher nolan one of the best directors out there but the movie is called inception never heard of it well the plot is the main dude who's played by leonardo da vinci right i think i think that is leonardo da vinci da vinci is from um the renaissance well, I forgot his name, but I'm not bad. I said it wrong. Leonardo DiCaprio. There you go. Uh, sorry. Sorry, my head hurts a little bit. But anyway, the plot is he can simply go inside dreams. And, well, it's really hard to explain the plot because it's really confusing. So how it works is he can go inside dreams and like, kind of like worlds and do stuff in it to to tell that he's in a dream or not he has a cap or a little spinner you know those things you'd play as a child and spin until they stop are you a top a top my bad thank you anyway he uses a top to see if he's in a different you know dream world or not in the real world the top would stop spinning right well, in the dream world, the top would keep going and going and never stop. Mm -hmm. Now, the plot is, he can't see his kids. His, his kids are up somewhere, and he hasn't seen them in a long time. He can call them on his phone, but he hasn't really seen much of them. In the end, he's reunited with his kids in a tearful manner. But we don't know if it's a dream or not. So, he spins the top. Wow. He goes greet, he goes and greets his kids. The camera starts zooming in on the top, zooming in on the top, and then the movie cuts to black. We don't see if it stops or not. A theory I would like to say is, what if he's still in a dream, and his last final wish before he's dead is to see his kids one more time to be reunited with them to see people he's familiar with before he leaves the world behind that's sad and deep and dark and that's really loud well last episode we talked about government matters uh-huh. I have one that involves the government. 
But it's also about movies. Really? What movie? The Matrix. The Matrix starring Keanu Reeves? Heck yeah. What about it, dude? I feel like The Matrix was filmed and created off of the fact that maybe we are living all a dream and that the government is hiding it from us. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. Whoa. <laughs> How about I rephrase it for the more curious audience? Are you saying that we actually live in a simulated reality controlled by the government? And yes. nothing is real? Yes. Well, I've heard about a theory before. And whenever something wor doesn't work the way it's supposed to, people call it a glitch in the matrix. Mm-hmm. So... I know a lot of famous people believe in said theory, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, if you know who he is. Nope. And Elon Musk. Yep. He probably, yeah. Elon Musk. Oh. Now, do you have it? Now, I have a really good theory, if you don't mind me, you know, mm -hmm. building it. This one features an old classical movie that came out back in the 70s. It's known as Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, We've yeah. all seen it before. Either the original or the, the rebooted Tim Burton version. But just in case you've never seen it, I'll catch you up to speed. Willy Wonka isn't chocolate... What's it? Captain Ear? Or I, Chocolateer? I, it's I, a cho I, it's you, a Chocolateer. My bad. <laughs> anyway... Willy Wonka is a chocolatier who owns a factory, the best and biggest chocolate factory in existence. But Willy Wonka is getting old. He needs someone to pass on his factory to. So he releases, oh God, I'm out of breath. Anyway, he releases five golden tickets and five Willy Wonka bars in hopes that five children can come to his factory, the one that's the least rottiest, or at least spoiled, would inherit his throne. Now, let's take a little bit of a dark turn. What if Willy Wonka, the chocolate factory, is the child's version of Saw? Ethan, have you seen the movie Saw? Uh, well, it's a series. Well, have you seen at least the first one to um, get an idea? I've seen the third, the fourth, and the sixth. Well, just in case the audience hasn't seen any of them, it features a murderer. Well, in his eyes, he doesn't define himself as a murderer. Yeah, but he's who a sociopath, so it's fine. You could say that. <laughs> a sociopath who takes people, more criminals, and puts them in a series of games with violent intents. They're not always criminals. Yeah, but they're always there for a reason. He doesn't just get random people off the street and decide, you are being judged today. Mm -hmm. No, they always have a reason. Now, it's really violent. Yep. Now, think about, let's go back to Willy Wonka. Now, in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, four of the five kids all have a section where they're sung a song by the Oompa Loompas and something terrible happens to them. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Now, of course, because it's a kid's movie, you can't really show death to younger audience. But what if they are actually dying? Like Augustus, the fat German kid. What if he drowned in the lake? Um, whoa. And the girl, the spoiled girl. What if she fell and died from the extreme height? That's... Okay, then. Now, remember the ending scene when Charlie's in the elevator with Mr. Willy Wonka himself? Yeah. And his grandpa? Yep. Well, what if it's not an elevator? What if it's symbolizing something? What if because of the factory, Charlie, Charlie has gone mad, deranged, and the end is supposed to symbolize Charlie going to heaven? With Mr. Willy Wonka himself. Um, that's crazy. Um, well, let's, do you have anything to brighten up the mood? Not really. I mean, most of the conspiracy theories that you could ever think of are about death or government. That's because that's conspiracy theories try to think logical. And of course, sometimes the most logical thing... Is of course death, suicide, or government. You know, polluted government figures. Uh, yup, Area Fifty One. <laughs> I have a good one that's mentioned a lot, and it's widely known about when talking about movie, movie conspiracy theories. What? Have you seen the movies directed by Steven Spielberg back in the eighties called Back to the Future? Yep. Well, if you haven't seen them, you should at least know about them. Well, in an earlier scene, when Doc Brown, I think that was his name. Yeah, his name is Dr. Brown. Yes, first tests out the DeLorean time machine. He has sort of a remote control. And to see if it goes back in the past, he drives it, you know. Yeah. Now, what was always... One was always what? Sorry, I heard something. But oh. what was always odd about it is, why did he decide to shoot the car right in front of him? Why was the car facing towards him going at 80 miles per hour? That would kill a person. Mar Marty, his assistant, was even right there at the camera saying, Doc, I'm not sure this is safe. We should get out of the way. Doc persisted. Wait, what if? Are you are you trying to say that it's an attempted murder slash suicide, but it it actually worked out the way he wanted it to? Yes. What if Doc Brown was trying to commit suicide? None of his inventions was working. He's a failed scientist. He's not looked upon in the world of Scientology. What if he tried to end his life on one of his experience on his experiments? Taking Marty with him. That would be crazy. I don't, I, I don't know what to say to that. Well, I think Doc Brown is crazy. But that's what I believe in. I mean, did you see his hair? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the... In what was that? It was either the second or third movie when my man climbed the clock tower. Or was that the first one? 
I think it may have been the first one. I don't remember. It's been a while. No, but I thought the... F no, wait, the first one was the one where he had to save his life uh, by getting his parents back together. And then the second one was Wild Wild West, and then the third one had the train. Yes. So, wow. do you have do you have any theories? I think I said enough so far. Um The only thing that I could think of is this one this one's kind of um I don't think I don't think anybody really knows this series. Um Final Destination. I've heard about it before. Isn't Final Destination where Actually, no. I don't think I have. Explain Final Destination to our viewers out there. Final Destination is this movie series about natural phenomenons. The whole backstory about the whole thing was that in every single, in the beginning of every single movie, somebody has this psychic power where they can see, they, they daydream what happens, and then they go back to present time and they stop daydreaming, and then they're trying to warn all the all their friends what's going on because they realize what's going on. They start to remember stuff from their daydream, like people talking or saying certain things or doing certain things. And then they realize, oh no, something bad is about to happen. And so they try to warn their friends or family to get out of there. Now, one of my favorite ones is either the first one or the third one. And the first one. They're at a NASCAR uh, race, and they're just chilling and everything, and this guy has this daydream, and he realizes, so in the daydream, the, uh, the one of the cars hits the wall and explodes, and then all the other cars start to explode, and there's car parts falling, and then the, like, the second story of the, um, stadium falls on top of the, uh, first story, and everybody's just dying, getting hit with engines and engine parts and wheels. And so then whoever survives, so in the daydream, everybody everybody dies. But whoever survives in real life slowly gets killed. So let's say you and me were in this movie. And I imagined that like 20 different people die. And you and me were the last to die in the in the in the daydream but in real life 15 people survive whoever died first in the daydream dies first in real life and then second and then third and then fourth so that means you would be the last to die because the last person in the very end is supposed to be safe but then they end up dying too in the third one they're at a senior it, it's either a junior or a senior party and they're on a roller coaster and somebody imagines that the roller coaster breaks down and you know everybody dies and then she gets her and like six or seven other people off and then they all died in the end after she got to witness in real life the um roller coaster stop working and break down and everything and so, in my cons my conspiracy, is that maybe this is a real thing. I mean, if you if you Google it, it's it's not foreign for people to have daydreams, and it's technically considered deja vu. 
where you have daydreams and then it all comes it it shows up somewhere in your life and then you're like I, that that that's familiar and yeah. you don't understand um like what is going on um another thing is um insidious if you haven't seen that no, um, not really. No. Okay. Insidious is a movie. There's three movies. Um, so the backstory behind Insidious, this is actually a real thing too. Um, but there's this there's this mental thing. Uh, I forgot what it's called. But in the movie they call it the fur. Uh, they call it traveling. Um, mm -hmm. let me Google it real quick. Oh wait, the Insidious horror movies. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that. If I remember, the last movie is called The Last Key, if I'm not wrong. Maybe. And Sid I-O-U-S. Okay. So basically uh -huh. I can't rem I can't remember the actual like scientific name for it but basically in your sleep your mind your soul and mind travels to where you can watch yourself sleep you go into this place called the further it's a secondary dimension for demons and you know just bad people in general but there are people there that don't deserve to be there now in the the whole story of the movie is that this kid, he's a perfectly happy, great kid. He's pretty young too. He's not. He's he's in his single digits. He's not even ten yet. And then one morning he just doesn't wake up. The doctors said that he was in a coma, but they didn't know why he was in the coma. So then these paranormal things keep happening. You know we've got. Children singing and walking around their houses. They've got random noises. They keep seeing people walk around their house. And their son is still in a coma. Uh -huh. Then they have these paranormal investigators come in. They bring the, the, the kid's dad's mom in. The kid's dad's mom finally explains that the reason she knows this paranormal investigator that diagnosed her um, their son with... Um, being a traveler and so basically the kid's physical body is laying in a bed in their house in a coma while his while his soul and mind have wandered off so he had been doing this in his sleep for so long that he wasn't even scared of it he thought it was all just a dream and then one day he it led him to travel so far that he got lost and can't find his way back to his physical body so, the paranormal investigators tell them that, they bring in the, the kid's dad's mom, the kid's dad's mom says that she was the one, she, she, she recommended the paranormal investigator to the parents, and then she explained to her son that when he was a kid, she had to do the same thing for him, and she shows him these pictures where they have this old demented demon that would follow them around, and that's the reason that he was always scared of taking pictures. So, in the end, 
they, the, the dad, the father, had to go into, he had to leave his body and go and find his son and bring him back. But then, in the very end, they get the picture taken with their son, and the father was not a real person. The father was the old demented lady that was stalking him as a kid. Just gonna say it. So the son came back, the father didn't. And that's where the second movie leads on to. Now, my conspiracy about this is that, you know, this is a real thing. It's, it's a literal scientific... There, there's a scientific name for it, I can't remember the name for it. But there's a literal scientific name for this. And it, it's, it's a real story about how you can travel out of your physical body in your sleep into the demon's world. I just think it's the craziest thing. My conspiracy theory is that, like, anything... It, it, basically, the whole backstory is that anything can happen. Everybody believes, oh, you're, you're safe, none of this is ever real, but then you realize that it's actually real. This can actually happen. It actually is happening currently all around the world. Wow. That's a lot to go off of. Yeah. Well, let's, um... Bring it down a little bit. And let's talk about a series that almost everyone should have heard by, about by now. Harry Potter. Oh my god, yes. Who doesn't, who doesn't love Harry Potter? Uh, I don't know, Jude? Well, I'm about to ruin Harry Potter. What if Harry Potter, the whole magical world of wizards and Hogwarts, what if it's all a figment of Harry's mind? We've all heard of it heard it before but what if harry just came up with his delusions to help make up for the lack of a childhood he's had he was abused and he lived under a what are they called again an orphanage well no well yes he lived under the stairs well yeah but that's in his but that's in his what, imagination I mean, he his parents got killed. Now, in the story, what if what if Harry Potter couldn't cope with the death of his parents? The only way to do it is make it so Harry is special in his own way, so he could feel better or at least some sort of joy, so he's not alone in this dark reality we call life. See, and like, like my take on this on this theory is that, um, like, in this in the story, his parents died from a magic from magic. You know, Lord Voldemort. They don't speak his name, but I'm gonna say it because you know, Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. Nobody really cares if I say his name. But in the story, Voldemort is the one that kills his parents. Now, I feel like in real life, it's actually just this random guy that felt like killing par his parents because they wanted to get to Harry. Now, this I feel like this whole story was made up because, like, he, he didn't know how to cope with the fact that his parents died. And then there was this guy coming for him to kill him, but he got away. 
So I feel like the whole backstory with Voldemort inside of the whole entire story. Voldemort is in the whole entire eight movies. So if you really think about it, what if what if in real life when his parents actually died, the the guy that killed his parents ended up following him around and he ended up coping with the whole thing by creating this fictional story about it that's actually not as fictional as you think. Well, that's interesting. Now tell me, do you love Batman? Do you love Batman? Dude, Batman is Batman, bro. <laughs> so, have you seen the movie also directed by Christopher Nolan, known as The Dark Knight? Uh, no, I have not. Well, to catch you up to speed, since you haven't seen it, and those who haven't, The Dark Knight is about the Joker. Now, there is a trilogy called the Dark Knight Trilogy, directed by Christopher Nolan. Now, right now, we're just going to be talking about the one in the middle, the Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. You know the Joker, one of the most infamous villains ever. I mean, yeah, they have a movie coming up for him. Well, it's already out. Oh, really? Can't wait to see it. Me too. But we should go and see it. We're not, we're not talking about Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. <laughs> we're talking about Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh. And in this theory, it mentions how Heath Ledger could have been a war veteran whose time in the war changed him psychologically. We all know that Joker is a psychopath. He's crazy. And you cannot believe the word he says. Well, what if he's actually a war veteran? That would explain why he knows so much about guns, dynamite. And that would explain why in one scene, when honoring, I think it was the death of someone, he was able to stand in for men who would take rifles, shoot up in the air as an American, you know, way to honor someone. Mm-hmm. How would Joker know to do that? so well that's that's a good question i have another one so we all know james bond right yeah he's he's the most popular popular spy well Whoa, sec well he he's been it's been kind of going downhill <laughs> well yeah but you get the idea yeah what if james bond is a code name for what? Think about it. So, think about it. A code name. Spies, if there's such thing, there probably is, wouldn't give out their real name when going on missions, right? Mm-hmm. And that would probably explain why many actors have taken on the role of James Bond. What if it's a code name? And it's passed down to the most skilled and trained spies out there. Maybe. I have a fun fact. <clears throat> so, you know who Keanu Reeves is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did who you know that... Huh? Who doesn't know who Keanu Reeves is? <laughs> that, yeah, that's funny. Um, did you know that Keanu Reeves actually played both John Wick and Neo? 
in the yeah. movies. Everybody knows. Wait, are you saying Neil and John Wick are in one? No. Like the movies are connected, or were you just saying that he played both of them? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess they're kind of connected. I mean, they were kind of together throughout the whole entire series. Alright, what is your theory? My theory is that maybe the reason he played both both um, John Wick and Neo is because they couldn't find anybody else that could connect with him enough to create a series about kind of hatred but love at the same time over his dead dog. <laughs> uh, that, that last part was a joke, but... Oh, okay. Um, well, let's talk about Grease. It's an old movie. You've probably seen it, probably not. It doesn't really matter. What does matter is the theory behind it. Now, in Greece, a girl is saved from drowning by the man of her dreams, if I'm not wrong. And they have their whole romantic scenes. At the end of the movie, the main guy, I always forget his name, drives off with Sandy. Well, they're in a car, but it flies off in the sky. I don't remember what if, that. You seen Grease? Yeah, I own it. Really? Yeah. Well, I remember remembering something about in the end they drive off or fly off in a car. Don't mm -hmm. they? I maybe well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they drive the off. Because I mean, it it the whole movie's placed in like the 1960s or 70s. Yeah. What if that's symbolizing? She actually drowned, and what we're seeing is what's left. Her dreams of, like, her dreams of meeting the man of her, you know, dreams, and her final wishes in this world. My question is, why are all of your theories about final wishes and dreams? Well, it really does bring out an interesting we have to continue on this facade for 40 minutes. Ethan. It's and been 34. Whoa. Almost 35. Let's try 45. Four, 45. Well, what's next, Ethan? Um, I don't really know. Um, what's your conspiracy on the fact that can Home Alone went two movies with the same child, and then the third one is a completely different children. Child. Children. Whoa, Person. What, human. Thing. What, what are you trying to say? Well, I think that either the Home Alone movies, the first one was the kid actually died, and it's just a backstory. Or maybe... He grew up after the second movie, and then the third movie is his kid. But he's but he left. So then it's a stepdad in the movie. That's really interesting. But I kind of feel like like the first two, maybe in the first one, he died, and then they just continued the story. So they continued it as a dream, or like the rest of his life. 
Yeah. The, the only reason I'm thinking about that is because, you know, I have to watch Home Alone in, like, three of my classes. Really? Dude, it's so boring, I just sleep. Which ones? Uh, first pe- or, not first period, but second period, and not third period, not fourth period, not fifth period. I think I'm- I'm supposed to be watching it in sixth period tomorrow. And then really? seventh period, we might be watching it. <laughs> it's either Home Alone or Elf. Uh, Christmas music is bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. I said, Christmas music is bad. <laughs> how about how about your conspiracy on the Titanic? Jack is just a figment of, I think her name was Rose, right? Yeah. Rose's yeah. mind. But what, what if, if she, what if she's, what if he's not? Whoa. Think about it. What if she wanted to go on this trip with someone, but ended up going single? Well, there's this, there's this theory that in Titanic, Jack... His, his first and last name is Jack Dawson, but the theory is that Jack Dawson was sent back in time to stop Rose from committing suicide, which changed the history of, and the story of the Titanic. The Titanic. You're calling Jack a time traveler? Yes. Yeah. But do you see where I'm coming from? Like, like, I don't know, it's kind of confusing, like, if you think about it, like, like, if he actually is a tra time traveler, then why couldn't he get them all off of the, why couldn't he stop the boat before he got on? I may have a reason. What if, what if he didn't know the fate of the boat? What if he only knew her fate and decided to stop it? But why he was stopping? While he was stopping it, he fell in love and just let them die. Or he knew about what would come, but decided to die with Rose. No, but well, Rose didn't die. I know, but. What if he gave his life to save hers? I could see that happening. Well, do you have any more theories? Um, not really. Interesting. Yeah, um... There's these theories about the Joker, about, like, the movie. I have not, I haven't seen it yet. Me neither. And if it's yeah. spoiler, if it's spoilers, I would not like to hear about it. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Well, there's, oh. there's theories that there are secret messages hidden. 
Sorry for the interruption. Technical difficulties again. Well, more like brother difficulties, you know what I mean? Okay, well, continue, Daniel. When she's saying something. Well, I was talking about how um, there are, like, like, there's theories about how, um, okay, da 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 Daniel, Daniel, calm it, like, like, get, get, like, stop moving your phone so much. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, but there is theories about how Joker is actually, like, there's actually hidden mis messages in it that, like, there, that, yeah, there's messages that were in the movie that were also in the comic books. Well. So, like, maybe, I, maybe there's a hidden message inside the movie that we don't know about. Well, I may have a little bit of a theory, and before I tell you this, we'd like to end off the episode with the one last thing after this Joker theory. Then, yeah. Okay. But, like I was saying... If I think what it is, the Joker movie is taking point of Arthur Fleck, who's soon to become the Joker, mm -hmm. and his deranged into madness. What we do know is that he's diagnosed with schizophrenia. Sorry, frick, I can't schizophrenia. say Schizophrenia? Schizophrenia, yeah. That. <laughs> Big words, you know, hard to say. Schizophrenia. Anyway. Shut up right now. No, you. Now, he's diagnosed. What'd you say? I said, no, you. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> anyway, he's diagnosed with schizophrenia. And basically, he has random outbursts and inappropriate outbursts. Like, on the train, he would laugh for no reason. Mm -hmm. And That's called Tourette's. No, that's a side effect of schizophrenia. Yeah, Tourette's is a side effect of schizophrenia. Look. Oh, my God. Can, can, can I talk? Are you going to keep ignoring me? No, I'm just going to say, like, like one thing, like, like schizophrenia and Tourette's are connected. All right, look. He has this random outburst. And, yeah. And basically... He's crazy. Oh, no, no. If, what if... What if he... is trying to tell us something? Like what? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know what these messages are. I'm just making stuff out of my butt. <laughs> but I do have one thing left. So... Before we end off this episode, I would like to debunk a common theory. About what? So, we all know the movie The Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. Well, it was said that in the original movie, there was a hanging munchkin. Munchkin. Crap, I can't say munchkin. Or rather, one of the actors playing the munchings. Munchkin. Whatever. Hanged himself on set. Really? Yeah. What? There was a. If there's an old video about it, you can see I the didn't way. I know that. The way it's swinging off of the tree, 
so violent. It resembles a little man who hung himself from a rope. Now, the theory was later debunked and was proven to be a crane. To make the sets look more appealing and realistic, they added animals. And they'll just throw them in through the movies. It was proven that it's not a hanging person. No suicides were reported on set. It's just a crane. Wow, that's crazy. Alright, let's end off the episode. But before we end off the episode, I'd like to tell you about our sponsor, Anchor. Again? Well, don't you have to do it in the beginning and the end of the nope. podcast? But you did it last time. No, I didn't. Yes. Are we, are we going to fight about this? <laughs> Moon landing isn't real. Join today on Anchor F. Fuck. Frick. Join today on Anchor FM for a free membership. Or not free membership. For free to make your podcast today. To For it to be featured on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. To start making the moolah. Ethan, I think it's okay. It's better to end the episode now. Um, moon landing isn't real. You're dumb. No, you. Strawberry milk comes from brown cows. And pink cows. No. Just end the episode. (laughs) Bye, Daniel. Thank you for tuning in to Conspiracy Theories with Ethan and with my co-host, Daniel. Um, thanks for listening all the way through it was probably kind of boring but thank you for listening and i will have more episodes coming soon um thank you and bye